All right, guys and girls, check it out. Today we got a good one. We got a really good one with a great guest speaker. And before we introduce him, what's up? I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Banks Training and Apparel. If this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast, you're watching it on YouTube, you're listening to it on your favorite podcast platform, I'm honored to have you here. If you are new, this is going to be the podcast where you're going to learn the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness. You want to learn more about training, nutrition, mindset. This is going to be the place for you. You want to get motivated, inspired by me and other guest speakers. You want to learn how to amplify your freaking progress and goals. You're going to learn it here on the Train on Live Strong podcast. And I'm so honored, I'm honored to have you here. I'm so happy to always talk to you all every Monday and Thursday for sure. Uh, before we jump in as well, leaving a five-star review, ladies and gents, guys and girls, really does mean the world to me. It gives me feedback on how we can make this podcast better for you all, for our current listeners, for our future listeners. Not only that, but you're going to help a lot of people around the world who are looking for a podcast to help them inside their health and fitness journey. You're going to help them find this podcast just that much faster. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. And it about, takes about a minute or two. And as you guys already know, since day one, we've created amazing partners, partnerships with great companies, and it's all here for your benefit, for your advantage. All right, you can check them all out on the show notes of every single episode. You can head over to the podcast uh, website, trainerlifshawn.com forward slash partnerships, or you can just check the tab there whenever you head to the website as well. Our most recent partnership is with Flex Pro Mills, an amazing meal prepping service that you simply go to the website, you pick some meals that you like, and they're at your front door within three days, two days, whatever time of the week that you ordered it, and it's there. You put it in your fridge, and whenever you're ready to eat it, two and a half minutes in the microwave, and then you're eating it, and it takes out all the hard stuff, man, going and shopping for food, going and weighing your food and portion sizing and dishes. Oh, my. Dishes. If I could take away one chore, it would be dishes. But aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great service, great foods. I love it. I use it all the time. I have a busy schedule every single day, so meal prepping is very hard for me to do. So Flex Pro Meals, they handle my meal prepping, and, and I, I eat tasteful food and macro-friendly foods that are here to help me build and get my progress where I want it to be at, and I don't have to worry about anything else besides heating up and eating. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. And now it is time to introduce the guest speaker for today, the host of the podcast, Becoming the Lion owner of the gym, Lions Den Elite Training, strength coach, amazing dude, and guest speaker for today, Joey Zatmary. You know, if any of your, your listeners you know, have uh, a, a previous history with depression or anxiety, uh, you know, obviously I want to say I am no doctor, but at the same time, like just being active has really helped me um, with that, you know, and, I, and you know, I encourage people to explore that. Uh, you know, and just see like what it does. Like, I, I don't think there's really anything negative that comes out of being active, living an active or healthy lifestyle. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations. And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. To another amazing episode here on the Train Hard Livestrong podcast. Um, as you already know, I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing guest speaker. So I'm happy to introduce you all, Joey Zatmary. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, brother. I'm good. Uh, like I was saying before and earlier, it's it's, a, it's an honor to have you on the show, dude. You have a you know an amazing passion for for fitness training, strength conditioning, all that stuff, dude. You have a good head on your shoulders, man. You have good motivation. I love the stuff that you put, dude, on your Instagram, man, about like your Twitter and how you, the things that you talk about, dude, it's like, that stuff is awesome, man. It gets me going. So I'm happy to have you here. Yeah. Always a pleasure to be on, man. And uh, I think we'll, we'll talk about some good stuff, have some great conversation and hopefully help some people. So I'm always excited to get on and uh, just have a, a good combo. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. Uh, okay, sweet. So, um, you know, for everyone listening right now, dude, our current listeners, future listeners, people just who don't know who you are, um, you might have a big story, bro, but can you give like a nice little background story on just how Joey got to who you are today? 
Yeah. Oof. Uh, I don't even know where I begin, but I'll just start with the basics. Uh, <laughs> right now I'm a competitive, uh, strongman athlete. Uh, so, you know, if you watch world's strongest man, basically I, I do all of that stuff, uh, just at a lighter weight class, mm-hmm. um, the heavyweight class or middleweight, depending on the organization. So that's kind of what I'm doing currently. Uh, however, I'm a pretty well-rounded strength sport athlete in general, where I've competed in CrossFit, Olympic weightlifting. I've done a bodybuilding show. Uh, I've just always been involved with strength training of some nature. Uh, I went to college for lacrosse and, uh, you know, throughout middle school, high school, you know, played sports, did, did pretty well at those and excelled. Um, so that's kind of like my, I would say like, you know, athletic career and kind of training career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a gym owner, you know, so I, I run a brick and mortar business as well as an online business, yeah. you know, so I try to grow social media and all that kind of stuff. Um, and just share, you know, my passion for training and conditioning, you know, going back, you know, even before all that stuff, you know, it wasn't always that way. And it wasn't always what people kind of see right now. You know, like I, I grew up always, uh, you know, somebody who's like kind and caring, but I definitely was, um, I'll say overweight, you know, and mm-hmm. I kind of went through the phase of like, you know, being bullied through elementary school and into middle school wow. and really like lack confidence. And I think, you know, as I kind of, uh, you know, didn't like that lifestyle anymore and I wanted to make a change, that's kind of what brought fitness into my life. And, you know, I was like, I always tell the story cause you know, it's, it's kind of funny, but it was probably a little bit extreme too, where, you know, I, I would just like lock myself in my room, like my parents didn't really even know what was going on. I would just put on music and I would do like push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, and, and uh, you know, just keep doing it until I got better and better. And, you know, I think over one summer I, I lost, uh, you know, probably like 20 pounds of just, you know, getting after it. But I used to do yeah. like sit-ups in a shower, like like weird yeah. stuff. Like like I, I almost didn't like <laughs> didn't crazy. want people to like see what I was doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was kind of going through like that metamorphosis uh, you know, trying to transform myself. And, and back then it's like, you, you really didn't know much right there. There wasn't like, as well for me, I, I didn't even know where to look. So I just kind of started yeah. making up my own things and, you know, had no idea, really no structure. It was just, you know, keep moving and try to clean up your eating a little bit. And, and I think at that point I was just outworking my nutrition so much that that's what mm-hmm. led to, to that much of a deficit in calories to lose the weight. Um, but yeah, so like my, my whole life has just been based on overcoming obstacles, overcoming adversity, you know, trying to become my strongest version of myself. And uh, it's been a wild ride. You know, I, I've gotten to meet a lot of crazy people uh, in the industry and become friends with these people, you know, learn from some of the best mentors uh, and coaches out there and uh, just blessed to do what I do, man. So I, I guess that's kind of <laughs> the long nutshell story uh, <laughs> that you're, you're looking for, but I'm sure we can dive into anything you want. Yeah, man. No, that's awesome, dude. Uh, to give you like a little background <laughs> about me too, bro. Uh, that's so funny that you say that. Uh, so my my thing was almost basically the opposite. I was like a um, I was like a five ten freaking twig, dude. So I was like one hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, I wanted to get. I played basketball my whole life, but I wanted to get into like football in high school and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, when you get into high school, dude, you have all these like junior high schools, right? And then they all come to one high school, and it's like, dude. I didn't even know these freaking like beasts existed, you know, and now they're like, you know, here trying to compete against the same position or whatnot. And uh, I was like, I was athletic, but I didn't look athletic at all. I was just, you know, tall and just thin. Um, And I wanted to play football. I wanted to get more like competitive in my sport, but I was always super shy, dude, like low self-esteem, not confident at all in anything that I was capable of. Um, And behind closed doors, when I would play basketball myself, um, I'd work on a tons of different things, you know, and whenever I was doing stuff like how you said, you know, basically body work, you know, I would be knocking out push ups, same thing, sit ups, all that stuff and um, trying to get that pump. Right. Um, and whenever freshman freshman summer going into sophomore year all the way to senior year, I, I dedicated myself to training, do like get into the weight room. I had a buddy of mine that actually started training before I did because his stepdad was like huge into training. So we went to the gym. And before we'd go to the gym, dude, there was a Taco Bell right there. And I would slam down, like, burritos, dude, soft tacos. I'd eat a bunch of crap. And then I'd go to the gym for, like, three, four hours. And then we would train forever, dude, for, like, just doing a bunch of nonsense, you know. And uh, and over a span of three and a half years, from sophomore to senior year, I gained, like, 50, 60 pounds. Went from, like, 130 to, like, 185, 190. Um, and then that was, like, my high school, I guess, experience and me jumping into – training and fitness and stuff like that but i had no idea whatsoever what i was doing 
Um, you know, I had like a, a partial tear in my right shoulder. Um, I've, I've strained both, or I strained one quad in football. So that stopped me playing football. Um, just a bunch of stuff that my body was like, dude, like you're trying to train and this and that, but like, you have no idea what you're doing. And it was definitely telling me for sure. But it's crazy how, how we all like have a, and I think coming from like guys, right. It's like a, it's like a different experience. Cause we trying to compete with all these alphas, you know, or trying to be an alpha or whatever. And, um, and you'll do things when people like when no one's looking, right? To to try to gain that confidence and grow that self that self esteem, and that gets you to who you are today, you know. And uh, and I think that's awesome, you know. Because if I were to look at you, dude, right? I'm just a, I'm a regular guy, and I'm looking at you. I would think like, dude, Joey's got you know he's got this genetic stuff, you know. He's genetically big. He's genetically strong. He's just genetically fit like this. He's part was he was part born like this. But little do we know, right? It's something like what you experienced as a young kid and you doing the things that you did to get to who you are today. I think that's the big piece that people miss out on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I tell everybody uh, I'm, I'm not anything special, you know, it may seem that way, but I, I'm a normal human being just like everybody else. Uh, I just really had a, a hard work ethic and I had goals that I consistently worked towards. Uh, so even in school, man, like in school, I was probably like <clears throat> an average student. And then, uh, it, it kind of is funny how it all works hand in hand, right? Like you start training in the gym and then I, I started getting in my mindset of, you know, I want to become a better student. Like I, I have more potential in me to be a better student. And, you know, I, I finished with like a pretty high GPA uh, in high school. It's like, I kept getting better and better and better. And that mm-hmm. kind of just uh, made me realize like we all put this, the ceiling on our, ourselves and we limit ourselves, uh, but we're, we're truly capable of so much more. So, you know, this whole thing for me, even though, yes, it's like strength training and, and that's a big part of my life is it, it all really comes full circle. So, you know, even if you're, you guys are listening to this and maybe, you know, you're, you're listening to the show or, or following both of us on social media and you're like, man, like those guys are so out of reach. It's, it's not like that at all. You know, mm-hmm. if you come up with a plan and you have a strong reason why, and you create these good habits, like the, the world is your oyster guys. Uh, so yeah, for me, it's been a lot of self transformation and you said a lot of stuff behind closed doors to, to get the end product. Yeah. Uh, and, and when people meet me, I think sometimes too, they're surprised. Like they, they may have in their head, like, Oh, this is a really big guy. Like he's super muscular. He's kind of intimidating. And yeah. then we have a conversation you know, I it's, I like to always, you know, flip the narrative on them and they're like, yeah. man, like I wasn't expecting him to be that cool or chill or like, whatever uh so i try to make everybody realize that pretty quickly on yeah no that's important dude you know that's important there's a quote dude a famous quote by dan uh dan Pena, i believe his name is i i love this quote dude and he says show me your friends and i'll show you future um i and you know you saying that you're you know surrounding yourself with like great mentors or great coaches to you know give you great advice and stuff like that i think that's very important for people who are wanting to jump into any industry strength powerlifting, you know, CrossFit, regular, just bodybuilding figure, whatever it is, female, male, whatever you're trying to do. You know, I think it's important for you to surround yourself with the right people. Um, whenever I started, I went with my friends, right. And it's, and it's cool, you know, going with your friends and, but obviously he didn't know anything either. And I don't know anything either. So we're jumping into a, an ocean of like all this stuff where there's so many different roads to take. And, you know, we're probably taking all the wrong work. I'm pretty sure we did some right stuff, but just showing up was the right thing. But then, you know, doing the, three to four hours in the gym for no reason, just a ton of crap and then nutrition out of the window. But, you know, we met with these two guys. I'll never forget, dude, Chris and Larry. And those guys were, you know, obviously older. I think in the, like, mid-40s. Larry was, like, in his mid-50s, I think. And they just knew a lot, dude. They played football in high school. I think they both played football in college. So they knew a lot of stuff and, you know, basically put us under their wing. and, And they showed us, you know, what training looks like, how to get stronger, how to take care of your joints, how to take care of just yourself overall, because if you can't, you know, if you're not in the best shape or in the best health position, and you don't know how to mobilize your body and use it the right way, then you're going to be lifting weights, you know, and not in alignment or in a misalignment and you're going to hurt something. So they taught us all these things. And um, I think it's who you surround yourself with in this circle of training, because there's so many different variations, right? People are putting so much stuff on, you know, Instagram, which we didn't have back in the day or whatever. And um, so it can get very confusing for a lot of people. So I think it's important to uh, surround yourself with the right people, just like you said you had too. Yeah, yeah. I've put uh, something on my Instagram, and, and it's done really well performance-wise as a post. And I don't know who initially had said this, but basically it was like just like what you said. If you're the strongest person uh, in the room, you're, you're in the wrong room. And 
Mm. A lot of people think yeah, that's that, good, but, dude. Yeah, that's a lot of people good. think it literally, which is not <laughs> what it actually literally means. But it's just that you want to surround yourself with people who are pushing you, uh, who know more than you, so that you can learn from them, and mm. kind of just be in an environment that is uh, making you thrive. You know, so like Absolutely. a big part of my gym is the culture there and the kind of people that we have, uh, because those are the type of people that are going to level you up. You know, and it doesn't mean necessarily that everyone is a monster or a freak. Like I learned stuff from guys, you know, who are 160 pounds or whatever, like, but it's just, it's just the attitude and the culture. And and if, mm-hmm. like you had said, you look at the people you surround yourself with, you're going to be a byproduct of those people. So right. one of the, the quickest things you can do is just uh, a quick uh, audit on your friends. Like, you know, okay, these are the five people I spend the most time with. And then you can kind of see the correlation of, okay, like, yeah, I'm pretty much a combination of all this. And is that good? Is that bad? Is it, and these are my goals. Like, is, is this group of people going to help me attain these goals? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think more often than not, uh, the answer is no, but you know, if the answer is yes, then like you're in the right place, you know, and right. you want to do that. And then if you can't find those people, you got to just start thinking or looking like, where do these people hang out that I want to be like, and then go mm-hmm. put yourself in that situation. Uh, and that's going to really help you make a lot of progress a lot faster than being stagnant. Yeah, dude. No, absolutely. I, I a hundred percent agree with you, dude. Cause as soon as I, you know, went into different, you know, listening to different people <clears> or <throat> even just down to this, a little podcast you might listen to, right. If you listen to someone that is going to level you up and that's surrounding yourself with someone or something or, or just positive energy, that's going to make you grow in a certain way. Um, but as soon as I start doing that, man, jumping out of my comfort zone, especially the, leaving your comfort zone um, and dropping down, you know, your pride as well. You know, there was a point in time where I was in the army and I was training and I thought I knew it all, dude. Like I thought I figured it out because I was training people and I was helping them and they were getting faster, bigger, stronger, more athletic. They were crushing PT scores. And then, you know, um, I I never gave myself the room to drop down, not really drop down, but just kind of open up my mindset, you know, open up my perspective and help and allow people to teach me something. Cause just like you said, dude, you know, that, that was a struggle for me a long time is, I love, I would look at someone that maybe, you know, was an expert in like flexibility, dude, knew how to mobilize themselves, like knew how to just take care of every single movement and just move in the best line possible. And I thought I would know better. Right. So, you know, me not being open-minded and taking in their knowledge, that was something that I suffered from for just a little bit of time. Uh, as soon as I started to open up my mindset to allow people to bring in the knowledge, you know, cause that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to grow in this industry. You're supposed to grow in your journey and your health and fitness journey, whatever it is. And if you think you figured it out, you know, I guarantee there's room for improvement anywhere, you know, even with, with us or any other expert out there, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. I think, uh, what does make me unique as an individual is uh, I, I do like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. You're right. Because it's like, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever become the best at one thing because I like so many things. I feel you, dude. But, I feel you. Yeah. But with that, it's really helped me uh, develop different perspectives on a lot of different things. And, and really it's, you know, it's kind of just like, okay, even if I don't wholeheartedly agree with, this person or this topic, I always find there's one thing I can take away from it. So it's just kind of going in with that open-mindedness and also finding a way to have, uh, I want to say, like more, just more in-depth conversations with people to either understand where they're coming from or they can understand Mm -hmm. where you're coming from. And there's a way you can do it in a proper way. Uh, But I always think, you know, approaching a situation with an open mind or, you know, trying to get out of your comfort zone, like you said, there's nothing but positive things that can come out of that. And, and at least if anything, you just said to yourself, like, I tried this and there's, that's the, the perk right there. Like you went for it, you did something, you tried something, you listened to somebody, uh, whether you completely disagree with them or not, like you did step out of that comfort zone, which, you know, by far, or, or the byproduct of that is growth, you know? Mm, always do. Absolutely. What, what does, uh, Oh, especially coming from you, man. Just like you said, I'm the same way, dude. I feel like I'm the same way, just like how you are. I like to do so many different things. It's not, I can't just settle for just powerlifting. You know, I have to throw it into like a hit circuit, dude. I can't just stick with just powerlifting and hit circuits. I got to do, you know, aesthetic training. Like, there's so much different stuff that I enjoy doing, um, especially when it comes down to like athletic performance and just simply strength conditioning. I just love doing all these different things. So I, I totally feel you. Um, but also, too, I think we get a lot from everything, you know, that makes us just a better human being. So what does training do for you, man? Like, what does it do for Joey? How does it make you better even just in life? 
Yeah, man. Uh, so training for me is honestly uh, medicine, dude. You know, uh, training for me has helped uh, me with, you know, uh, mental health in general. You know, I, I have a uh, history with depression and anxiety. And, you know, one of the biggest outlets for me, it was able being able to go to the gym and train. Um, and that just helped a lot with that kind of stuff. So, you know, if any of your, your listeners, you know, have, uh, a, a previous history with depression or anxiety, uh, you know, obviously I want to say I am no doctor, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like just being active has really helped me, um, with that, you know, and I, and I would, you know, encourage people to explore that, uh, you know, and just see like what it does. Like, I, I don't think there's really anything negative that comes out of, being active, living an active or healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, training for me, man, the mental health thing is huge. Uh, it also is a challenge in itself. And it's like, if I can overcome this challenge of going to the gym, right? Like putting stress on my body, it's going to make me more resilient as an individual physically. And when anything else I do in my life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's often times where I'm sure you've had really hard workouts where you, you've, like had that moment where you wanted to sleep in and then you, you push further and you went to the gym and it starts to give you momentum in a really positive way where maybe you are at work and something bad happens at work, but mm-hmm. you can kind of recall on like those tough times you had with training or those times you wanted to give up, but you didn't. And then you start to see that this thing kind of flows over to everything else in your life. Um, so with training for me, man, it's just been just super, uh, you know, comparable to everything we go through in life. Right. And, and in training, right. We, we, we put stress on the muscle, we're tearing that muscle down, but it's going to come back stronger. And in life we get things mm-hmm. thrown at us that are trying to maybe break us or, or take us on a path of least resistance, but we push forward and then we become stronger individuals, right? Like the person you are today is not who you were five years ago, physically and mentally. And, and neither am I. And, and I think that's all something we should strive for. So by being able to strength train and get in the gym, um, it's just, you know, made me a better individual. It's also obviously made me a better coach, yeah. like being able to, to train myself. I can relate to other people because it's just my mm-hmm. profession. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a lot of experiences that I can recall on, uh, to then help the people that I, I'm trying to serve. Uh, you know, even like today, it was something super simple. I was coaching a workout and, um, it was something with one of the pieces of equipment, but I, I had just said something to the person and he was like, that's wisdom. He's like, cause you had been doing that for a long time to understand that. And I just right. was like, you know, to me, it's like not a big deal, but I could see from what they were doing. They were, they were not doing it right or a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of like a cool moment. It was like, yeah, dude, like I've been doing this for a long time. So yeah. I can use that to, to help other people who are in a similar situation or similar journey. That's so funny, dude. Did you ever think, man, like that that Joey doing sit-ups in the bathtub, dude, taking a shower and stuff? Did you think that Joey would have a gym now and coaching people on how to how to perform, man, just how to be better? Did you ever think that? Yeah, no. So uh, my original goal was to work for the government, and uh, fitness was always something that was just in my life and uh-huh. something that I had enjoyed. Uh, but it wasn't until I was in college that I was kind of having this weird moment where I was like just – you know, I was just so confused with where I was at in my life and I never really had yeah. those feelings before. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was always like, you know, I was going for that American dream. Like I was going to graduate college. Uh, I was going to go and try to work for the government. I was going to get a sweet job. I was going to get married, have a house, kids. And, and, you know, I had it so laid out in my mind and it was weird because if you were to look at me, everything was like going there, you know, there wasn't a reason why I should feel this way, but it's crazy for some reason that there, there was, and I didn't know how to handle those feelings. Um, so, you know, it kind of put me in like a strange, uh, place for a little bit. And, you know, I started just kind of going back to my roots of like, I love training. So I started mm-hmm. training hard and I was mm-hmm. presented with an opportunity, uh, to help a family friend who is starting a smaller, it was more like a boutique gym. I, I would say at the time where there was okay. like a lot of like group fitness classes, but they also did have like a training room and, it, it kind of did like everything. Um, but for some reason it really just piqued my interest. There was something like at the time I thought was just a really great opportunity, which it was. And I got involved with that and then, uh, just kind of like immersed myself into working with as many people as possible, all sorts of different people. I was doing tons of different things. Uh, but I started naturally gravitating more towards just the strength training and strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of in my mind, like, you know, after two years of school, uh, for uh, psychology and criminology, 
I had changed my, uh, my major to kinesiology. So, <laughs> so cool, dude. Yeah. So I switched over to that and, um, then I started working towards that mm. and, you know, I just stayed in that industry and, uh, you know, here we are and it just had its own crazy path. And, you know, now I, I, I just kind of recently had put on my social media that, and, and before this was kind of like, I would say it wasn't, wasn't confidential. I would say some of the people I work with were confidential, but I did work with yeah. a lot of people in the government, and the military. Mm. Um, so now I kind of the best of both worlds where I get to help these people, yeah. you know, train and, and I have a lot of other cool projects that I'm kind of working on um, while I still get to have the gym because it's tough for me, man. Like, like I like everything. Like a part of me is like, I still want to work for the government, you know, but then the other part of me is yeah. like, I love running this business and this brand, you know? So it's kind mm. of, I'm always in my head, like, if there's a way that I can do it all, I'm going to try my best to. Yeah, absolutely. No, dude, I, that's so funny, man. I, I, I feel you on every single level that you just explained because I, um, when I was in the military, my last, you know, I'm getting out, right? And like my last, I became sergeant in three and a half years I was in. And in those last few months, you know, they're like, hey, re-enlist, re-enlist, re-enlist. I'm like, dude, no, I don't want to re-enlist. I just want to do one contract and get out. And so when I was getting out, um, you know, I'm obviously getting asked, you know, what, what are you going to do when you get out? And I'm like, dude, I have no idea. Like, I, I just don't know. Cause I hated school. Um, training never made me do better in school. I, I just, I never, I couldn't, the school just wasn't for me, dude. I tried doing college like after high school and I just failed the first semester. So I was like, dude, this is, I can't do this. Um, but then whenever I was getting out and I was like, you know, my few months out or whatever, um, I was still, you know, coaching my soldiers. I was still a part of everything and I was helping them still get better at their PT scores and just become better as soldiers. And they were the ones that were like, yo, you should, uh, you should coach or, you know, like, I don't know how you do this fitness stuff, but you know, you've helped basically everyone here, you know, get better on their PT scores. And like, that's the number one thing that people look at whenever you're trying to climb the ranks, especially when you're coming as, as like a low private they look at your PT scores to see if you're like physically inclined. And if you can be physically inclined, then you kind of have like an advantage over a lot of people. Um, but whenever, you know, I was doing that, they're the other ones that told me. So I was like, okay, I'll look into this. Right. So then I had a buddy of mine show me a school um, that was in a bodybuilding magazine at the time. And it was uh, ISSA. So the international sports science association, and they had a program that, so I went in and cause they accepted, um, tuition assistance from the military. So I was like, oh, okay, hell yeah, I'll do it. So then I went in and then got my cert or whatever and I got my degree. And then uh, I, I did one year in and I did one year after that out. And I was trying to figure out what, who, like, what I was going to do because I was like, I had no idea, man. Like I was a new trainer and I've never really like coached people like certified and this is a whole new world. Like I just don't know. So I tried the gym scene and that did not work out. And uh, I was trying to figure out like, you know, who am I going to coach? And I, I remember getting an online coach to mentor me and all this niching down stuff, dude. Like, hey, you need to niche down and find this. Hey, you need to niche down and find who you want to train. Like, figure out who the person is you want to coach. And that just never sit well with me, dude. Like, I just couldn't. And I understand that. I understand what, like, why that's important because you just need to know who you're talking to. But it's hard whenever you just have such a, I guess, like a passion like yourself as well. Like you just want to, you just attracted to so many things. Like how can you block out all this other stuff and focus onto one thing if you want to help someone else and you know that area too, like, well, how do you do it? You know? Um, and I still wanted to be involved in like the military and stuff like that. So then I started like uh, volunteering for future soldier programs and helping the future soldiers, like get into shapes so that when they get to basic, they can excel inside of basic and have no problem, you know, cause there's people that were getting in that were completely out of shape and they were failing and failing and failing. And they would just kind of like push them through, you know, like let the unit take care of them. But I didn't want that because that stuff would irritate me, dude. Uh, so I wanted to help them, you know, get better whenever they're going to basic. And even though I'm helping a small little group of people that maybe not even made any difference, it made a difference for me. You know, it made me feel like a part of something that I still wanted to do. Um, so I totally feel you dude, on all those levels. And, uh, you know, I think it's hard for like, especially in this industry, dude, to kind of like niche down and, well, it is for me. Like, I don't know how it is, how it's been for you, but niching down has been a problem for sure. Yeah. For me, um, you know, it, it, I really just came to the conclusion that I just love strength training, you know, mm. and, and I would throw like some conditioning in there as well. Um, the niche I kind of fell into just by accident was 
was more strength training, but I also have a lot of uh, strong men and strong women competitors at my gym. And it, it just kind of happened that way uh, because I was competing in it. And, you know, since I was, people were, were interested. It was a growing sport at the time. Uh, when I first opened my business, I, uh, long story short, was actually going to mm. be a CrossFit affiliate. And mm. it was kind of funny, though, because the CrossFit affiliate was really a way to kind of trick people in with the branding of CrossFit. And then I was actually going to change the programming a little bit. So it's like some (laughs) things would be like CrossFit, but Uh I felt like there was such a strong, uh, like draw to the brand. And and I felt like the people who did CrossFit had the mindset that I wanted to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, but there were things about CrossFit that I thought it had its flaws at the time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, if I can get these people who will, who have his mindsets and then they get in the door and we still give them a little bit of CrossFit, but then I kind of show them like what I'm about. And I remember doing that. And I talked to my buddy who, uh, he has a gym and he was like, dude, he was like, like, why wouldn't you just become your own brand? Like, why are you going <laughs> to like, and I was like, yeah, dude, like for some reason, like it just t- took him to say it. Cause I respected him a lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, if he said it, I was just like, yeah, this guy's right. Like I, I didn't have enough confidence in myself to do it basically. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to affiliate with CrossFit. Um, and I still thought maybe I was going to get a lot of Olympic weightlifters because at the time that I was, that was something I was really known for, uh, like early on in social media was Olympic weightlifting and that was some of the early content I put out. So I was like, okay, well, we'll probably get a lot of weightlifters. And then that didn't happen. So I was kind of <laughs> like, okay, this is kind of strange. So right. <laughs> it, it basically was just like general strength and conditioning. Uh-huh. Um, but then for some reason, I got into the strongman thing. And I started seeing like all these people had a lot of fun doing it. And then yeah. now, you know, I, I program for uh, a lot of the top uh, strong men and women, you know, in the U.S., um, which is kind of like a weird, like little niche I got into, but at the same time, kind of like you were saying, like I have a lot of different people, like general population clients. I do train Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. gym. It's like 50% just general pop. And then the Mm -hmm. rest, there's like some people who aspire to do well in strength sports. Uh, but for me, it's just like, I'm just pumped about strength training. Personally, I love strength training, resistance training, you know, cardiovascular health with conditioning. Um, so in that essence, it's like, no, like I'm not a Zumba guy. Like, you know, I'm not a, I'm not an endurance guy. Like, you know, like I have people that are really great at that, but like, I just know like my wheelhouse and that's where yeah, I yeah. stay. Uh, and I'll try things. Like, I think a big part of it is getting out your comfort zone and trying it. But yeah. like, when you think of me, you're not like, oh yeah, like, like he's an endurance guy. No, you're like, yeah. this, this dude is strong. Like he gets people uh-huh. strong. Like that's what he's known for. So it's specialized but generalized at the same time yeah dude no awesome that's sick dude i like i like how you how you've found that path dude that's awesome you're, you're literally listening to your roots dude like your body and mind and just spirit and your vibe is just pushing you to this direction you just listen you know um and that's good i think that's where you find happiness you know that's where you find like true happiness in what you're doing um but whenever you get someone that's new right you get someone that's new and they want to get better right maybe they're just general health or general fitness or maybe someone that wants to get stronger what is like the like the like the not the flaw but what's like the biggest thing that you see in majority of people who are looking for training like the biggest thing that kind of holds them back what's like the biggest thing that you've noticed yeah i mean there, there's probably a couple that stand out but i think from an actual training perspective uh, people not having a structure in place with like a program mm-hmm. or something like that. So mm-hmm. if you were literally talking about like, okay, so say somebody uh, it, it's easy for them to get into the gym. Right. And then you, but you kind of see that same person over periods of time and they're like, not like really making much progress to me. It's like, you know, uh, when I deal with people is they just come in, they do random things. There's no structure. They, mm-hmm. they think, Oh, because I'm out of breath and I'm sweating. Like that was a good workout right? versus like, having like a system in place or following a structured program um, or just like having a specific goal, right? Like that, that could be the other one is that people just like the idea of training and working out quote unquote, but they never actually have a specific goal that they can start tracking and measuring progress towards. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when when I work with people, I think one of the biggest things like right off the bat is, and I know a lot of coaches do this is you just got to figure out what are their goals. And then once we have that goal, we can start to create that map. But a lot of people don't even have that goal or that map. 
you know, they just go in the gym, they look around, this looks cool, I'm going to try this. And, (laughs) you know, they're they're going for a long time and they're really not seeing much progress. Mm -hmm. And as a coach, you know, like for me, it's like once we get them on a good program or a good plan, they start seeing and feeling those results uh, and they start getting them a lot quickly or more quickly than they were doing before. That's a really cool thing for for both parties. Um, So I would say like that's kind of a solid like starting point for, uh, you know, some of the the issues I think or, or you know, a lot of third one is people just wanting to do everything. Like sometimes it is, it is hard. Like they're like, we're talking about that, but we have experience. And, you know, with my own programming, I've kind mm-hmm. of found a philosophy that works well, but mm-hmm. at the same time, if we have somebody who's wants to get really strong, but there may be only strength training like one day a week. And then they're doing all these other things throughout the week where they're focusing on like long distance runs and, right. and they're like just all over the place. It's like, Doesn't make you know, sense. and they're just wondering like, okay, well, how come I didn't get to this goal? It's like, well, you know, if we want to get better at this, we need to do this more consistently or, and put a plan and practice for this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's what I have sometimes. Like I, I just, I know personally I have people who are like, yeah, I want to, I want to get strong, but it's like, okay, so what are you doing? They're like, well, you know, I, I run like every day right. and it's just like, well, do you train? They're like, ah, well I do. I do like, you know, a little bit of arms here and there. And I'm like, okay, like, so, so we got to like actually get your yep. strength training pretty consistently, you know, not saying that, that running and strength training can't be done, but if like the majority of your time is spent running and you're telling me you want to get stronger, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we have to reevaluate what's going on here and, and come up with a, a good system. And that's like very beginner like, but I think those are a couple of ones that I see kind of right off the bat. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man. It's uh yeah, the structure, definitely. The having the you know, and I also too it just the process. I feel like I feel like because and I don't know if you've had this experience or if you've thought this yourself, but whenever you've obviously you are who you are right now, right? You are like this strong guy that people see and they're like, dude, he lifts heavy weights and he knows how to move and he knows how to do this and he's figured it out, right? Um, and people are looking at you. And because you are their coach or their mentor, someone they look up to, you know, for guidance, especially and structure, everything that you're saying, do you find that it's been like, it's been difficult for them to understand that it's a process. This is a journey to get to where you want to be at. You're not just going to get there by even just grinding out in a month or two months. Like you, you could gain some major progress in that time frame, but you know, this i feel like whenever they go through these little mental roadblocks of like hey how come i'm not there yet or how come i'm not this and that yet like we didn't figure out what how our bodies reacted or this and that too from the get-go we had to go through trial and error as well so how do you deal with like someone who's just struggling with wanting it now versus i understand the process i understand this is going to take a little bit i understand my body is, is needing to adjust over a period of time and i will get there so like how do you kind of like deal with people's mentality of understanding that specific subject. Yeah. I think it's interesting too. Cause I remember one time I was running um, just like a weight loss group and mm-hmm. I was having trouble with this one individual because when I was talking to them, they kind of like had this like rolling their eyes, like uh, body, body language. And basically yeah. it was like, you know, well, this guy, it's easy for him to say, right. It's easy for him to say, Right, and, right. and I, and I, now I always talk about my, my past because I, at that time it was like one of the first ones I had done, this is a long time ago. Uh-huh. And I, and I did never brought up that like, you know, I was chubby. I had low self-confidence. Um, and anyway, so I ended up pulling this person aside and I brought a picture in and I was just like, you know, like, this is what I, I was like, you know? And I want to say like, just because I look like this, mm-hmm. like I, I know what it's like to, to be where you're at with your mentality and how you feel you know, and it took a long time for me to forget here. Like I just, this wasn't easy for me, you know, it's, it's still not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, so like something like that, I feel like has been impactful with clients. Not to say that I've had to do that. Like, and in the beginning now I I try to one to kind of your point is like relate to them, be relatable, you know, like make them feel like you do understand where you're coming from and, and kind of go back thinking like, what was it like as a beginner? Right. Like we've been doing this for a long time, but often at times I sit there when I, you know, there, there's still like an urge sometimes when you see someone doing something and you're like, ah, oh, like the, the ego in you does kick in. You're like, well, they should. And then you're like, the moment I start saying, well, they should, it's like, no, like imagine, right. imagine like what it was like when you first went into the gym, right? Like there's all these people in here. You don't know what you're doing. You're trying to figure it out. Like, so just changing that mindset as a coach definitely helps figure out how can I uh, deliver the best possible messages to get them to kind of mm-hmm. do 
what I want and be compliant to it. Um, and then on top of that, like you had said uh, before, uh, for me, it, it, like what I feel like really helps is the small, small goals for the process, right? So it's like yep. oftentimes you get people who are like, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. And then they do something for like one or two weeks. They don't see any change. Right, and, right. and then they quit. And it's mm-hmm. just like, well, instead of 30 pounds, maybe 30 pounds is like the big goal. But it's like, well, what, what can we do today, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, well, let's break down 30 pounds into six weeks, Yep. all right? So that's five pounds, you know, progressively here and there. But it's like, mm-hmm. so focusing on these like small attainable, uh, you know, goals will then help them build momentum and, you know, start to uh, keep implementing the same actions, which then become habits. Mm-hmm. And then that's where we get them to where we want to be. So for me, it's always like, like you said, getting them to understand the journey that, and being upfront and honest with them, like it is going to yep. be a journey mm-hmm. because some people uh, like, you know, they need to know the truth. Like instead of me, like being like, yeah, you're going to lose like blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the reality. Like this is going to take work, but like we can do this. Like we're going to get yep. through this together. It's going to be a mm-hmm. process. And what works best is if we can break this down into small sustainable steps, mm-hmm. you know, and create good habits. And it's like, you know, what can we focus on the positive of today? Did we, can we do that? Cool. Check. Awesome. You know, do it the next day, the next day, the next day. And then before you know it, they start to see those results or feel the results. But the problem is, is everybody gives up like just before that happens. Yes. And, and that's why it's, it's so tough. And, or we have like, you know, the yo-yo effect with people losing, gaining weight or coming mm-hmm. to the gym, leaving the gym. Um, so, you know, for me, like you said, it's just getting them to understand the process of it and and being upfront and honest with them sharing my own personal experiences making me able to connect and get them to know like and trust me because then if if they're able to know like and trust me they're going to be more willing to uh do what i want them to do and we'll get the desired outcome right you know what helped me do the most in uh in my journey, like and just and even just with training other people, because there's other my clients I've coached. It's whenever you go to get a mentor or a coach, right? It's like you got to be extremely vulnerable. Training and fitness is is vulnerability, like a hundred percent. You are going somewhere where you might not feel comfortable at all. You might be around people that you have no idea, like who they are, and you just know that they want to grow too, or. They're in a higher level, maybe on a fitness level, but you want to be there as well. So you're trying to surround yourself with these people. You're creating vulnerability. Whenever you are talking with someone, a coach, people are talking to you about, you know, their nutrition. They're talking, you're diving into someone's life, you know, so that you're being a hundred percent beyond vulnerable. And I think that is one thing that truly did help me, especially with like me growing as just an athlete overall, just me being vulnerable and being okay with that. And, you know, like if I have been some, I've been training for 13 years, you know, and it took me a long time to be the person to ask someone like yourself, man, like, how can I get better at a deadlift or how can I get stronger on a squat? Like, how am I doing something wrong? Am I doing something right? You know, and I feel like because I've been training for so long, I should have this, but me being vulnerable and me kind of, you know, expanding my mindset, like we said earlier, you know, that is what helped me grow as also a coach too. And that's one thing I could push to my clients is like, you know, you're going to be in times like where, yeah, I've had clients cry in the gym. I've had clients yell in the gym. I've had clients, you know, express themselves you know, on a like high emotional level, um, talking to someone that you don't even know and they want you to coach them. You know, they're also being extremely vulnerable because it's kind of embarrassing whenever you tell someone that is, you know, this big dude, man, like coming to you, man. They're like, this guy's huge, man. He's like, looks intimidating. I know he wants to help me, but I got to tell him that my day consists of not moving at all. Taco Bell, McDonald's, you know, no water, just a bunch of soda. And he's going to look at me like, you know, what are you doing? You know, but at the end of the day, you know, we don't, we just look at, you know, someone that doesn't know how to do this thing the right way. And they just need the structure and process. Like we've been saying this whole time, Uh, but vulnerability, dude, if I could label it with one word, that would be the word that would um, help a, lo- a lot of people that are, you know, everything that you just explained, you know, and that's one thing that truly did help me as well. Yeah, I think I, I really try hard to push vulnerability of myself on my social media platforms. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, that's that's what I like I kind of re- said before, but getting people to know, like and trust me is like mm-hmm. they're able to connect with me. Uh, they start to see, even when I like do, or when I screw up, right. Do stupid stuff. Like I put that out there. 
Yeah. Um, because I want people to see like that. Like it's not, I'm not always perfect. You know, I put mm-hmm. my fail lifts up there. You know, I, mm-hmm. I talk about when I'm having a bad day. Um, you know, I put up times where like I just did a, a big cut and there were times where I was just like, yeah, dude, like I ate bad, you know? So it's just like, I want people to see that humanistic side of things. The reality, um, right? Yeah. And even like a funny kind of story with my business. And this is definitely like a screw up. That was an unintentional screw up. And then I talked about this on the, <laughs> the new episode of the podcast was I called it the lion's den as the gym, but, and then at Ooh, the nice. bottom it says, it says elite training facility. Uh-huh. And in my mind, the word elite to me was the culture that I was trying to make with like mm-hmm. just having awesome people in there, you know, yeah. people who are going to help each other out. We're going to level you up. Um, but unfortunately the outside perspective of that is I have to be at this level before yep. I can come here. Mm-hmm. And that was never my intention. Like, and, and you know, I'm sure you've had examples of like, you know, the way you were thinking about it wasn't the way it was taken. It was misinterpreted. So, you know, now I'm backtracking uh, and, and I'm, I'm probably going to rebrand at some point to kind of change that a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, I want to put that message out there that, you know, the, the word elite, uh, to me, is just the caliber of human being you are. And mm-hmm. are you willing to you know, be vulnerable? Are you willing to help other people? Are you willing to put in the effort and the work to, to become your strongest self physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever that means to you? Right. Um, but it doesn't mean that you know, to get started on your fitness journey, you need to be here first. Like, that, mm-hmm. that's, like, that's not for anybody listening to this. Like, if you guys have change and you want to start, like, start today. Start right now because that is what the elite version of yourself would do, right? They, they wouldn't take that action. Um, so it's just kind of funny from a business standpoint, like such good intentions, you know, with that, yeah, uh, but a slight little bit of a backfire. So now I, I find myself like always wanting to clarify that with anybody uh, that I talk to, because really what it's about is just, is just growth and, and betterment. And it doesn't matter. Like you said, like how they view themselves, maybe coming mm-hmm. to up to us is not how we view them. And I think right. it's important to say that, uh, you know, like we are now and have them also realize from our perspective, like this person truly does want to help me, you know, and they're, they're in this because they're passionate about it and they're, and they're good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, absolutely, man. Just, you know, the, the words that words are very powerful, dude, words are very powerful, especially when you're talking to somebody for sure, what they're viewing and everyone has different perspectives, right? Everyone's going to take in something differently we, we might have said things right now that people are going to take in a lot differently than we just said you know and that's just that's just the reality of you know having millions of people in the world everyone has a different mindset and perspective you know for sure um but i think that's that's good that you do put it up there i think i think to me it is good and but that's crazy i would have never thought of that until you said it dude like that's what people would think that they would have to be at you know just to walk in but um, you know, for you to tell yourself, especially if you're someone that's brand new and you're going to this, you know, place and it says, you know, elite strength conditioning performance or elite something, or you think that you got to be this crazy Olympic athlete to walk into this gym. You know, I think it's good that you keep telling yourself that you're going to be at a high level, like walking into this place is going to get you to a higher standard or raise your bar just a little bit more because this person, this individual, you that has this gym you know, wants that for people. And I think that's important to for people to fill them themselves up with that. And it's not faking it to you making Now, I've always hated that saying, but you're visualizing, you know, you're manifesting what it is that you want to become who you want to become. And, and you're putting it out there in the world, dude, you know, you're not faking anything, you know, if right now you have a goal to lose that 30 pounds, and right now you're just lazy, sedentary, lethargic, and you just, you know, haven't moved in forever or never have moved at all. I've never done training or fitness, you know, that doesn't mean you can't be at that level. You know, it doesn't mean you can't be that uh, immaculate human being that you want to be. Um, I, I, I feel like the, the simple little words and things that we tell ourselves, just like that simple word, you know, that's going to help a lot of people. You know, I think how we kind of just talk to ourselves, you know, we're always going to be our biggest critic, right? Like I, I'll do a lift and I'll progress somehow. And for some reason, I'll find the, the worst parts of that lift that I messed up that or the, the negative parts of this thing that I messed up at. Or, you know, I'll look at myself in the mirror sometimes and be like, dude, I could be better right now. But because I messed up a week ago for some reason or I got injured, like this is causing me to look like this or whatever the case may be. Um, so I feel like finding the positive things that of certain things that we tell ourselves is huge. And so I'm glad you said that, dude. I'm glad it's, maybe it's going to help other people, you know, open up different ways to think about something for sure. 
Um, but kind of touching up on injury, dude, I know you, and this is something that we can end with because uh, I, I've had three, four doctors in physical therapy. I like injury. All right. Not like I want people to get hurt. I don't want to get hurt either, dude, but I know injury sucks, but it does happen whenever you're going through life. You know, injuries are going to happen. You could pick something up wrong and hurt your back and it could be something like a case of water or whatever. Um, and I know recently you tore your bicep, dude. So like, how has the recovery process been and how has your mentality been throughout the whole thing? Cause something like that dude is going to humble someone for sure. So like, how have you been, I guess, growing as like a human being, as an athlete in this process? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tore my bicep, uh, about a month ago. Uh, it was kind of just a random, random thing. You know, it, it was unfortunate. Um, and it was, it's been honestly just kind of a weird year for me. Like I, I've had some of the best experiences and opportunities this year ever in my life to train and, and work with certain people. But as a mm-hmm. performance perspective, I had a, like a lot of tweaks and aches and bumps and bruises this year. And I always swear there's like that one year for everybody, like, you know, for whatever <laughs> the reason well. is. Yeah. So I just ended mine off with a full blown <laughs> bicep tear. Uh, but, you know, and, and, uh, and I don't want to say this like, you know, be like being cocky or whatsoever. But when it happened immediately, my mindset, like I just knew I was going to be okay because, and the reason that that happened was because all the things else that I've been through uh, in my life were, this is like nowhere near compared to anything of that severity, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, like I've gone through issues with my business where, you know, I have a crazy story and I'm not going to get into it, but basically I lost two previous gyms before I had the gym that I have today. And I've right. had this gym for five years and it's just nice, like, dude. good work. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, okay. Like I tore my bicep, like, you know, I know the recovery is probably going to be 12 to 16 weeks, like out of my mm-hmm. life, grand scheme of things, really not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's going to suck. Obviously. Like I don't, I'm not going out there saying, yeah, go tear this. And that's <laughs> great. Like by any means, like, like you said, injuries, injuries suck. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it is what it is. Like what? Like at that moment, you have to make that decision. Like, am I going to let this uh, destroy me, or am I going to grow from this somehow? So, right when it had happened, immediately I was just kind of assessing the situation, mm. and then I made that split decision. Like, I'm I'm like going to push through this, and I thought like, what's the best thing that I can do that could inspire, motivate, bring up morale? And it was like. After I get this checked, I'm going to go and I'm going to train legs tomorrow, you know, because I knew that I could train legs. And it's like this dude just tore his bicep, right? Like people are watching this, like, well, what, what's going to be the, the next deciding factor? So it's like, I go train legs, you know, and like, and people are like, holy crap, like this guy's is like, is this fake? Is this real? Like, yeah. and you know, I was able to, it was fine. There was no pain. Like I already, at that point, the biceps torn, like all of my other option is just surgery. So I scheduled the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's like moments like that, that really define like who you are. Like, are, are you going to cave and crumble or are you, you going to prevail, uh, which is going to make you grow and become stronger and more resilient. Like we talked about. So for me, I've always favored making those decisions and, and I've done them so many times that it's just made things when they happen more mm-hmm. clear on how, how I need to act. And, uh, you know, so I, I will say like, there, there have been some times where mentally I'm just like, yeah, this sucks. Like, yep. you know, I, I never want to make it seem like everything's great. Life is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's just, this is the cards I'm dealt. You know, I had to pull out mm-hmm. of two really big competitions, uh, you know, so, and that was something I was really excited for in a train. Uh, another thing is I was recently getting into hunting, uh, like, so bow archery hunting. Oh, and dope. Yeah. Well, right. Until you tear your bicep because I had just got everything ready. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I was, I was so dude, like I was like so bummed about that. Um, but you know, I just kept saying to myself, like you got, once again, you got to trust the process Mm -hmm. and how can we grow through this experience? So for me, it was like, okay, actually I have an audience, like I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to take them through like my whole recovery process. And we're going to learn this together. Like what, what's coach Joe doing to help his bicep? Like, mm. here's where I'm at. You know, I don't, I, I'm one wing down. 
I'm going to do these exercises or whatever. So I, I just try to take that situation and I know it's cliche, but make the most of it. Like yeah. I, I use that as a, a tool in my belt to now I can teach people or help people who've been in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Right. I can mm-hmm. now say like, I know I dude, I know what that's like, right. That's that vulnerability. Like I, yep. t- I tore this and, and you, you had shoulder problems. Like we can relate to these people. Like we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I do talk about like, you know, when it, when it does stink, but you know, I, I say to myself, I'm like, uh, well, here's here's the funny story is when I when I woke up out of the hospital bed, I was in pain immediately. Like I didn't get a nerve blocker or anything. And my oh, arm. Damn. Was, yeah. My arm was just killing from the surgery. Yeah. And the doc comes in and he's like, man, like everything went great. Uh, you know, you're on the road to recovery, blah, blah, blah. Real short, sweet to the point. I was like, thanks. He goes, closes the, you know, what is it? Like the, the curtains, uh, right? The curtain, right? <laughs> goes to the guy next to me and he's like, Hey buddy. He's like, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like this is a really tough procedure. You got about 30 some screws in your shoulder right now. And we really had to like, you know, reconstruct a lot of things. And right. in my mind right away, I was like, this dude's recovery is going to be way worse than mine. Right. So I was just like, shut up. <laughs> like, just get through know? this shit. Man. Yeah. Like we're going to get through it. And, uh, you know, time goes by like here i am everything's moving all right like obviously i'm not trying to be an idiot but you know i'm, I'm <laughs> right. doing some stuff here and there but yeah. i think i i grew a lot from that experience and that's all you can ask like you know you're even if you look at things like a, a failure or a loss like you're, mm-hmm. you're learning from them and you can apply those to to come back even stronger so for me man i'm pumped like this is a huge test for who i am and how i yes. was going to be Yes. And I got a lot of eyes on me and that motivates me a lot. But if you don't have those eyes, just look at, at that as this is the test. Like what would your strongest version of yourself do in this situation? Right? Like mm. how would they handle this? Go train legs. these questions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, do something right. <laughs> don't, don't sit in the, in the, in your room and suck your thumb and uh-huh. think, Oh my gosh, my life sucks. And you know, yeah. make the most of it. So that's kind of just how I viewed it. But like I said, this is, been my whole life right like Uh it it took me time to get here um but it all started with just making those simple decisions like on a daily basis like Mm -hmm. asking myself like what would the strongest version of myself do right now what's the decision they would make or what are the actions that they would take and i just started having a net uh total positive of of doing those actions versus when i would choose the opposite and and there are plenty of times where i haven't done that but it's just the net gain has been more in favor for anything that i've ever tried to do and that's who you see right now is is the product of that yeah dude no that's sick man you know that that the whole story you just explained dude is uh it's just a good eye-opener for sure you know first of all there's a lot of things that could be worse i think that's always something that i tell myself a lot dude and one thing that has always helped me bro like not gonna lie especially whenever i because in the army i jumped out of airplanes and i was terrified dude my first 13 <laughs> jumps dude i was like dude this next jump is gonna be the one dude i'm gonna break both my legs or something's gonna happen but you know i would always tell myself when i was ever in any sort of pain or like extremely nervous or like just scared for my life or just going through like an even just like a new pr or doing like a crazy ruck march and like when you're whenever you're in the suck dude like you're just deep in it like there's just no way out you just gotta go through it dude i would always tell myself you know, sooner or later, this is going to be over. And I don't know why, dude, but that would always help me. That would always help me get through something because eventually, dude, it's going to be over, right? Like eventually this jump is going to be over. Eventually you're going to go through the process of recovery and it's going to be over. And like eventually this painful workout, even though it's like a 20 minute AMRAP or whatever the hell you're doing, or maybe you got a PR today and you're just nervous and you're scared um, and you're still a little bit sore, whatever the case may be. And it just sucks, right? This workout sucks. Everything just sucks. You're going to get through it sooner or later. And for some reason, dude, I would always tell myself that and that would always help me through anything uh, just because, you know, it's and that kind of always also helped me to embrace what's going on. You know, just live in the moment. You know, there's reasons why your life is giving you this curveball or, or pulling out this card for you. Right. Like there's a reason why you're here, man. Like. And and I guess I do kind of believe in like things happen for a reason, but like obviously your choices brought you to what's going on right now. So, but if there's an outcome of a certain situation, you know, that happened, 
for some sort of reason. Um, and like that's something that you should, you know, embrace, you know, that's a part of your life. You know, that's something you're going to tell, you know, your kids and their kids, kids, and you're going to have these stories to your clients and like other coaches. And, you know, you're going to have that experience. Just like you said of, um, you know, I guess it's nothing to be out like super proud of, I guess, cause no one wants to get injured. Right. Cause that takes you out of the game for a little bit, but other than that, hey, I've torn my bicep before. Like, I know how that feels like, you know, or if someone's like having some sort of issue with some sort of injury or that mental aspect, the mindset aspect of, you know, I have to, you know, just stay back a little bit, you know, especially whenever your body is beginning to get injured and you're trying to prevent a tear and you know it's going to happen if you do something crazy, having that setback and, and, you know, dialing back a little bit, taking care of the injury, you know, part of your body or whatever the case may be, and even dropping down weight or just really just slowing it down, try to bring that injury back to 100% and then going out at full force. There's a huge mental aspect, just like how you've been saying with your experience, you know, that that is going to make you just a better person. It's going to make you stronger in every avenue of your life, you know, and everything that you've done with your training and your journey to opening up the gyms and all the other stuff and creating your brand and all these things that you've gone through, you know, it's, it's setting you up for stuff like this. You know, these are things that you cannot prepare for because you just can't, you know, like how do you prepare for a torn bicep? But whenever things like this happen, all the characteristics that you've been creating over the span of your life is what is preparing you to mentally be strong enough to withstand this this um this phase in your life you know and you know when people say freaking what throw me if life throws me lemons i'll just make lemonade or whatever you know like you you tore your bicep bro and like hey next day i'm just gonna work out legs you know like that's a that's that's a huge mental thing to like really grasp you know because i feel like the average person is not going to do that you know and 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 you've been building that mindset for this yeah, yeah, man. It's just been accumulation of actions over a long period of time. And yep. and in my mind, it's like, you know, if I look at all the people who've been in it for a long time, they're mm-hmm. so good and they're experts because they've, they've been down this journey, right? Like they only know through all these experiences that they've accumulated over those years and years of coaching or training or running a business. And really what it comes down to is just putting in the time. And if you put the time in, and you stick with it, like you will eventually get there. You will eventually be an expert. And it's like, you know, now kind of being in the middle of it, right. I I can see myself progressing along the journey of people that I looked up to, right. Right. Like kind of where they were at, like, I know I'm doing the right thing. I was here and, and they have all that wisdom just because they stuck it out. Right. And they've gone through so many similar things. So for me, it's, it's just cool because I kind of see like where I'm heading. um, And I've just put in the time where, you know, if you're listening to this, guys, and, and you feel stuck or you, you just don't see the the end in sight, just keep pushing. Just like you said, embrace the journey and embrace the suck. And then you have that to compare to when things are getting better. You you kind of know like where you're heading. And it's because of those tough times that, that you, you trench through uh, to get to where you're finally kind of seeing that light at the end of the tunnel, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm doing the best I can. Things are getting better. Life is good. Could be way worse. So I'm just grateful to be where I'm at today. There you go, bro. That's awesome, dude. Um, it's been great talking to you, man. Uh, you have you have a lot of experience and a lot of cool things, dude. And just talking to you today for this past hour has been incredible, dude. You know, you freaking pump me up right now. Um, but for everyone out there listening right now, if they have any questions, bro, or want to reach out or whatever the case may be, maybe they're going through the same injury you're going through right now. Um, or they're just going through a simple injury or whatever, or they want to learn more about strength and all the other stuff. Where's the best place for people to find you? Yeah, so uh, the platform all have basically have the same name. It's Zat Strength, so S Z A T. The word strength. Um, if you want like content articles, kind of like a hub, basically, I put together ZatStrength.net. Uh, so that's where there's a lot of information, content, programs, whatever. Go check that out. Um, YouTube is Zat Strength as well. So I put up literally four to five videos a week on YouTube where you guys can literally watch uh, the injury of my bicep. And then literally every video after that, kind of me going through the process of how I'm kind of making that road to recovery. But there's also, uh, I think about 900 uh, other videos on there of just strength training, my philosophies, you know, kind of how I've evolved and changed over time. It's, It's a pretty cool transformation in itself of me just getting on YouTube to document my training and all the ups and downs and the different training philosophies and styles and people I've worked with. So that's awesome. 
Uh, and then Zat Strength just on Instagram, uh, where I just put my thoughts. You know, I put some funny tweets on there and uh, pictures of my dog and me lifting weights. So it's kind of just my personal hub, uh, but that just kind of gives you a more uh, look into just me and my life. And, and that's kind of where we're at. We have the, uh, my podcast, Becoming the Lion Podcast, probably very similar to this one, just, you know, sharing really cool, inspirational stories of people from all over the world. So yeah, any of those is a great way to get a hold of me. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure one way or another, you'll find a way to, to communicate with, with myself and would love, would love to help out. Hell yeah, man. No, dude, it's been an honor talking to you, man. Having you on the show for sure. Um, everything that Joey just put out right now, all the links and everything he just said, we'll make it easy for y'all. We'll put it in the show notes. It's uh, very important, ladies and gentlemen, for you all to check the show notes of every single episode because every single detail and every keynote and all the links that people you know shared just like how Joey did – you know, it's all it's all going to be there, and it's just quick, click and go. So if you have any questions, you want to reach out to him, go ahead and click that. You want to listen to his podcast, we're going to put it there as well. Uh, go tune into that as well. Um, you know, just be surrounded with things that you want to learn more of. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming close to the end here. And as you know, before we head out, um, if you have grabbed any value in this episode, you want to – you know, you learned something, you just, you know, you just like Joey, man, you just like everything we're talking about, you kind of relate to the conversation we had today, this episode moved you in some sort of way, all we ask you is simply share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, uncle, someone, your neighbor, coworker. the more people we get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together, and that's all we're trying to do here, is inspire people to believe in themselves, um, but you just tuned in to another amazing episode here, and uh, I'm your host, Coach Matt, amazing guest speaker, freaking Joey Zat Strength. Um, but other than that, y'all get out there, train hard, live strong. Hell yeah. All right. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the train hard, live strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, Make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.